You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 236, The Solo Series. Show. We are on episode 236. All right. So this is a really powerful episode. It's something I think most of us deal with at one point in our lives or another. And in fact, most of us deal with many, many times in our lives. And every time this happens, I think we're each season of our life where we have this experience, we're taken aback by the fact of the fact that A, we're still shocked that these things happen. And B, we're just hurt that these things happen. So on episode 236, I want to spend some time today and talk about what do you do when your gifts aren't valued? Really sit with that for a second. What do you do when, when it becomes very clear that your gifts aren't valued? Let me give you some examples. And this is this both applies to life and career slash business. There are lots of situations where you you wake up one day, you have a conversation with somebody Um, you go, you do some reflection and you think about the way that you've been treated in certain situations by certain people, family included, uh, partners, friends, people you grew up with, parents, siblings, uh, where you work, not getting a promotion or getting a promotion, but getting a promotion that really is shitty. Your business, this happens a lot in business, which is why I'm talking about this episode today, by the clients that you have or don't have, the clients that you pick up, uh, people who want to, who aren't even your customers yet, but who want to argue with you about your prices. I can't tell you the number of times early as a coach I had people who would send me emails saying, I need your help so much and I'm struggling in my life and I can't believe you charge what you charge. And how do you help people when you charge as much as you do? And my response always was, I'm sure there's somebody who can help you. I'm just not the one for you, given the fact that you cannot afford me. And so I think there are many situations that we face. I won't say on a daily basis or even on a weekly basis, but there are moments where we hit a situation where somebody is trying to negotiate with us, whether they're doing it covertly or overtly, but somebody is trying to negotiate our value with us, or they are showing us pretty blatantly, even without saying a word, that they actually don't really value our gifts and talents. There are situations where you will find that people will uh, do things or say things or you know, not promote you or, you know, balk at the price of your online course or challenge you on the price of your coaching or your consulting. And um, they are basically saying to you, you aren't worth what you believe you're worth. You just, you want, you're a dime a dozen. You're, you know, I remember doing my MBA at Auburn and as I got closer and closer to graduation, there was all this talk at Auburn University about the fact that MBAs are becoming a dime a dozen. MBAs aren't worth anything. You know, you have an MBA and it doesn't really mean anything. Doctors are getting MBAs and engineers are getting MBAs. So an MBA really doesn't mean anything. And I remember thinking to myself back then, maybe to somebody else, an MBA doesn't mean anything. Maybe, you know, if you don't value you, an MBA doesn't mean anything. But the degree is not the thing that establishes the value. I establish my value and weave the degree into that value. 
And that was a life lesson I learned then and still applies every time I find myself in a situation where I feel like I'm not being valued or I'm not being seen or I'm being treated like I'm a dime a dozen. And so I want you to really recognize that this is, this is an experience you're going to have throughout your entire life. This is not a, I'm going to earn a certain number of degrees and then I'll get to a point where everybody will know my value and everybody will see my worth and nobody will ever question what I'm worth and what I charge. I mean, we are having this, this sort of conversation on a global scale where people are saying, well, there should be no such thing as rich people. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? Are you kidding? Listen, I'm not going to feel bad because there are people in the universe who know their worth and demand it and get it. If there are some of us out there that aren't doing that, that are settling for crumbs and are still starving and wonder why we are, then we need to look inside ourselves. Now, I'm not talking about third world, third world countries, so let's not get it twisted. I don't want to get any email messages. There should be people who are doing really well who help people who are not doing really well. That's the point of all of this wealth and prosperity and abundance. But what I am saying is this, if you're in a situation where you feel like you have all of these values, these talents, these gifts, and you're earning pennies on the dollar, and you're in a first world country, let me be super specific, then you've got a first world problem and you are the solution to your own problem. So in today's episode, we are talking about what to do when your gifts aren't valued because you're going to have the experience where people, listen, people will, will, will give you what you'll tolerate. Let's be real. People will give you what you'll accept. So if you're having an issue in your life currently where you feel like you are, you are not generating what you're worth or you're being treated some kind of way. And this is both personal and professional life. And you feel like people just don't seem to value what you bring to the table. Then we need to have this get it together talk on this episode because it has a lot more to do with you than you think. And so let's get into the conversation. What do you do when your gifts aren't valued? Because it is a hard situation to be in. It can be very traumatizing to be in a situation where you're not being valued. But if you have your mind right about it and you truly understand what the situation has come to teach you and offer you, you will actually use the situation to get to where you're meant to be. You will not stay stuck in that situation. So let's go into it. Always, let's start with a quote. I love this quote. It is one of my favorite quotes because it applies to everything. This quote says, my mom said something. You can lie down for people to walk on you and they will still complain that you're not flat enough. Live your life. Let me say it again. I think I probably said this quote before on a previous episode in a different context because I was probably talking about people pleasers and human doormats, but this replies to what to do when your gifts aren't valued. My mom said something, you can lie down for people to walk on you and they will still complain that you're not flat enough. Live your life. When you aren't valued, when it's pretty clear to you by the way people respond to you, by the way people talk to you, by the way people deal with you, by the things you you get exposed to, opportunities you get offered or don't get offered, when you aren't valued, it is a very tough experience to live in. It's very tough. There is no... I'm not going to tell you that it is easy breezy, lemon squeezy. It is not. It is a hard, you have to have a very good mindset to be in a situation where you feel like you are not valued. You have to have a very good mindset to maintain your sense of self-worth and self-love and self-confidence. And so when you're in a situation where your gifts are not valued, 
it's time to really ask an important question. And the question is, how do I manage living in a situation where my gifts, my talents, and my, and in many cases, my very existence is being treated like it's not worth very much while I'm also working really hard to keep my sense of self-confidence and self-worth high enough so that while I'm managing a situation where my gifts aren't valued, I can still do what it takes to get out of that situation and go where I truly belong. Like, how do I maintain the balance between being in a situation that I know is not worthy of me because I'm not being treated well. And at the same time, still maintaining my sense of purpose and self-love and self-worth enough. So I can actually, while I'm dealing with the drama of that situation, dig myself out of it, get myself out of it, get to myself to where I really want to go. That's a very delicate balance. And so I'm going to talk in today's episode about what do you do when you're in that situation? How do you, on the one hand, manage the emotional gut punches you are getting consistently when you are in a situation or an experience or a season of life where your gifts are not valued while also being resilient enough and gritty enough and have a strong enough mindset to work your way to where you're meant to be. Because here's the thing, when you're in a situation where you are not valued, that is one big sign from the universe that you are not where you are meant to be. Right now, you might be meant to be there because obviously you are because you're there. But anytime you're in a situation where people don't get you, don't see you, uh, your gifts aren't being used, you know, you're playing small, you're, you're using a fraction of the talent that you have. I don't need to be a psychic to tell you you're not supposed to stay there. Like you might be there because right now you need to learn a lesson, but you actually should be working your way out of that situation because that's not where you're meant to stay. So what do you have to do to to live that? And I hate the word balance because I, I just don't believe in balance. But how do you just sort of manage the emotional gut punches you're getting when you're not being valued while also having the resilience and the grit and the persistence to do the work to get yourself to where you actually need to be? So here's what you need to do. And I'm going to give you these these three things because they're simple. They are not easy. They're simple to implement. They are not easy to implement. So here's what you have to do when your gifts and talents are not being valued and you're in a spot where it has become very clear to you that you, that that's not going to change, that you are not going to, they're not going to change how they see you and they're not going to change how they treat you. And you know that you can't stomach that kind of behavior. So number one, this is the first thing, and it is the most important things. I am doing them in order, by the way. So you cannot go to two and three unless you get through one. You cannot go to three unless you get through one and two. Here is step number one. Stop sugarcoating the way you're being treated. Ignorance is, is not bliss in this scenario. I'm just going to tell you right now. Ignorance is not bliss. The first thing you've got to do when you're in situations where you are not being valued, where your gifts are not being utilized, where you're being underpaid, uh, treated badly, you know, just treated like, like you could, they could take you or they could leave you. Anytime you have that situation going on, the first thing you've got to do is you've got to stop sugarcoating the way you're being treated. You have to stop lying to yourself about the way you're being treated. In other words, stop rationalizing or making excuses for bad behavior. At some point, you have to get real with you about what's actually going on here. And until you do, you're going to keep putting the rose tinted glasses on. You're going to keep pretend like you're going to keep rational. Well, it's because of this. It's because of that. Here, let me give you some some real. Let me give you a reality check here. How they treat you is how they feel about you. So you ought to believe that. Let me say that again in case you don't want to hear what I just said. 
How they treat you is how they actually feel about you. Believe them. In other words, if you have worked for a company for 15 years and you've never gotten promoted and you keep saying to yourself, well, you know, it's because so-and-so is better. It's because so-and-so is more qualified. It's because I don't have enough credentials. I need to get my MBA. I need to stop lying to yourself. You've been there for 15 years and you've never been promoted. How they treat you is how they feel about you. Believe them. If you have a client in your business and every time you go to, you know, have the client join you for a retreat or have the client, you know, add on more this or that, or you want to consult for a company. And every time you get to signing the contract for your consulting, there is somebody in the office saying, well, why are you charging me this? And why are you charging me that? And can't we renegotiate? And can't we get a discount? Please do not sugarcoat shit and, and call it cake. How they treat you is how they feel about you. So you ought to believe what they're showing you by the way that they're treating you. So here, here's the other piece of it. When you aren't being valued, you know, when I say stop sugarcoating the way you're being treated, when you aren't being valued, you need to call it what it is and use their current treatment to decide. Here's decision time to decide if that's what you're willing to tolerate. Like this isn't just about this step, stop sugarcoating the way you're being treated. is isn't just about you calling it what it is. It's also about you now making a conscious, clear decision of am I going to continue to tolerate this or not? Now, let me take a step back from that because lots of people make a decision and then they go, me making the decision means I need to get up right now after working for the same company for 15 years and I need to give my resignation this moment right now with no plan, no exit strategy. I didn't say all that. That's called foolishness. That's called foolishness. The, making the decision might be some time away from fully implementing the decision. But what you need to do right now in step one, stop sugarcoating the way you're being treated, is once you get real with yourself about how you're being treated and why you're being treated the way you're being treated, i.e. they don't value you, then you need to decide. Am I willing to tolerate this behavior? How long am I willing to tolerate this behavior for? Because here's some truth about that in terms of your tolerating people not valuing what you bring to the table. One quote says this, I love being ignored. It lets me know exactly who you are. Lots of times we think that when people ignore us, it's because we're not good enough. I want you to get very real about the fact that when people ignore you, it's telling you a heck of a lot more about them than it is about you. And rather than making it some victim story about why you aren't enough for some people, maybe you need to pay close attention to the people who do ignore your talents and your gifts. And you need to say, oh, 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 you not seeing me, you not valuing me, you not respecting me, you not honoring me. Now I know who you are in my life. Boom. That was wisdom they just gave you. Appreciate it. The other thing is this, and this is a quote from Tasha B. Your current situation is giving you an opportunity to reevaluate what you want. I'm going to say that quote again. Your current situation is giving you an opportunity to reevaluate what you want. In other words, when you stop sugarcoating the way you're being treated and you just get real with the fact, you know what, this, this situation, they, they, they're letting me know that I don't mean anything to them. And they're letting me know that I'm really not that valuable in their eyes. And they're letting me know that they're, they don't see what I bring to the table. Well, then 
this current situation is now giving you an opportunity to really reevaluate what you want. Is staying at a company that does not value you for 25 years what you really want because you want to get to your pension status, because you want to cash in your 401k, but then you'll be 60 something and you won't actually be able to go out and do all the things you could have been doing had you just stopped that at 40? Just saying. Part of the stopping of the sugar coating the way you're being treated is is getting real with what the behavior actually means. And it's really making a conscious decision about how long you're willing to tolerate that. But then it's also saying, is this what I really want? And if it's not, then what do I what do I really want? And what would that require? So now you can separate the treatment from your emotions about the treatment. Because once you stop sugarcoating the way you're being treated, yes, you're still gonna feel some kind of way about it, but you're going to be logical enough to say, this really is a good wake up call for me. And this really is a great opportunity for me to say, what am I gonna do from here on out? What am I gonna do from here on out? So that's number one, stop sugarcoating the way you're being treated. Number two, get real with why you're putting up with being undervalued. This is the second step. Once you get real with the fact that you are being undervalued, you just gotta get real with that first. Now you can say, so why am I actually putting up with this kind of bullshit? Now you have to say, okay, obviously if I'm still dealing with this and I'm still allowing this and I'm still tolerating it, there are reasons and it's not just for a paycheck. So let's not even go to the, the normal excuses. It's not just because you don't have any other options. Cause that's a lie. If you live in a first world country, it is not because um, you don't know any better. Your intuition knows better because you feel when you're being mistreated. So we're not even going to pretend on that one either. Second step, you've got to get real with why you're, why you're putting up with being undervalued. And typically the reason why we put up with being undervalued is one of a few things. Number one, you might be afraid to leave your comfort zone. I would say with 99.9% .9 certainty, if you are putting up with being undervalued, it is because you're afraid to leave your comfort zone. And so one of my favorite quotes says, don't fear failure. Fear being in the exact same place next year as you are today. And so often people stay in toleration situations because they are afraid to leave their comfort zone. They're like, I'd rather stick with the devil I know than the devil I don't. Which, listen, there are seasons when that might be relevant. There are moments when that that's a true thing and you sort of need to, to pull that card. But a season of it doesn't mean 15 years. A season of it doesn't mean five years. A season of it means, okay, maybe I need like six to nine months to really figure this thing out so I can break out of this situation. Um, but a lot of people would rather be miserable in what they know than joyful by having to go through places they don't know. The joy isn't even enough to get them to leave the comfort zone. So maybe the reason why you're accepting because if you're still in it, let me help you out. You're accepting this. The reason why you're accepting being undervalued is because number one, you're afraid to leave your comfort zone. Or number two, you're afraid that you aren't enough and that maybe their estimation of your worth is the truth. You see how insidious that, that bullshit is? So they don't value you. You think that's a reflection of you. You start to question your own value. Now they're in your mindset. So they, they're like a virus that has infiltrated your mindset. And now you're putting up with being undervalued because in the back of your mind, whether you ever tell anybody else or not, you were saying to yourself, 
maybe what they're saying about me is true. Maybe I am a dime a dozen. Maybe there are so many other PhDs out in the world like me. Maybe there are so many JDs and lawyers out there that I can't really do any better at another law firm. Maybe I'm just a, you know, there are so many coaches out there as a life coach. I'm just a dime a dozen. Like you're starting to believe the bullshit they've been selling you. That's another reason why you're putting up with being undervalued. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Love this quote too. Don't give people so much power over you that their silence leaves you questioning your worth. I'm going to say that again. Don't give people so much power over you that their silence leaves you questioning your worth. Their estimation of your worth has nothing to do with what your actual value is because you decide your value. They don't get to unless, unless you let them, unless you let them. So the second reason why you might be putting up with being undervalued is you're afraid that you aren't enough and maybe their estimation of your worth is actually true. The third reason why you might be putting up with being undervalued is this. You're afraid that you won't be able to live up to a new level of expectation. You know, a lot of people get stuck in this. A lot of, you know, the reality of, of going to, you know how they say new levels bring new devils? Well, yeah, that's absolutely true. But you're also a different you at a new level and you also can take more at a new level and you also can sustain more at a new level and you're always going to be going for a new level as long as you're breathing. So this is just life. Welcome to it. And I think for a lot of people, when I say things like you get what you work for, not what you wish for, you know, that sort of scares them a little bit because they go, man, so at least with being undervalued here, there's not a whole lot that's expected of me. But as soon as I start to rise into a new level, I go into new territory. I do different things. Now everybody's going to look at me and they're going to expect that. What if I fail at that new level? And then if what if I win, but then they're going to expect me to keep winning. So there's all this perceived pressure that you now say, you know, like I, I'm good where I'm at. I'm undervalued. So even when I over deliver being undervalued, I feel really good because I, they didn't think I could do it. And then I, I did it well. But if I go to a new level, then am I going to be the lowest on the totem pole? Am I still going to be seen as an overachiever or am I now going to be at the bottom? There's all of this fear around that. But here's the thing. Um, there's no living a fulfilled life if you don't maximize your potential. If you know you can do better than do better. And the reality is, is you can tell me all you want that you're afraid that you won't be able to live up to new expectation. Well, you can live your life in that fear or you can actually confront the fear by going for new levels and seeing what actually happens. And let me give you a preview in case you want to know what's going to happen when you go to new level. You are going to fail. You're going to fail more than once. You're going to fail more than five times. In fact, you're probably going to fail more than 30. And the reality of the situation is the only way you will be able to become stronger and better and do better is by failing over and over and over and over again. So failure is part of the process. It is the master teacher, as I've said many times on this podcast. So being afraid that you won't be able to live up to a new level of expectation. Guess what? I'm just going to break that fear right now. You won't be able to at the beginning. You just won't. You'll get to the new level. You will be the bottom on the totem pole. You will make a lot of mistakes. You will fuck up and then you will figure it out. And then you'll go for the next level and the whole thing will repeat again. So after you stop sugarcoating the way you're being treated and then you get real with why you're putting up with being undervalued, either you're afraid to leave your comfort zone, you're afraid that you aren't enough and maybe what they think about you is true or you're afraid that you won't be able to live up to a new level of expectation, hint, hint, you won't. You're going to have to figure that out once you get to the new level. 
The third thing you have to do to really, when you're in a situation where your gifts are not being valued, the third and final thing that you have to do is in order for you to get out of that situation, in order for you to get to the next level, in order for you to put your, to, as Marianne Williamson said in one of her books, go where you belong. In order to do that, you have to constantly remind yourself who the hell you are. And when I say constantly, when you're in the middle of a situation, whether it's personal or professional, where you are being undervalued, where you, it is super clear to you from the situation that you are not seen, you are not heard, you are not valued, you are not wanted, all of that bullshit. When I say constantly remind yourself who the hell you are, I'm talking some days, depending on the emotional gut punch you're getting in that moment, you need to be talking in your head to yourself every second. Every second, the I am affirmations need to come out. And so it just depends on where you are at that moment. It depends on what you're dealing with. It depends on whether or not you just got an emotional gut punch. But you, the third thing you need to do pretty much constantly to get out of a situation where you're not being valued is to constantly remind yourself who you are. And, you know, here are two of my favorite quotes that relate to that. So Alpha said, I know my worth. I've paid dearly for every ounce of it. You know what sometimes you got to do when people try to undervalue you? You need to just have like five good minutes with yourself where you just recall every obstacle you've ever overcome, everything you've had to do, all, like every... Listen, if you have a PhD, I don't even know why you're thinking you're a dime a dozen. Do you know what kind of hell you had to go through just to get your dissertation through? Literally. So, so this conversation in your head, that's like, well, every, you know, so many people have a PhD in this and blah, blah, blah. I just want you to stop that. I want you to spend five minutes just going through your whole entire life and everything you've had to overcome to get to exactly where you are because you've paid dearly for every ounce of your worth. And to allow anyone to convince you that you aren't worth every ounce that you've paid dearly for, is it's disrespectful to yourself. It is disrespectful. And you need to stop that. Second quote that I love. This is my favorite one. And I'm going to end on this quote because this, this is the part where you, you just have a, this doesn't even take five minutes. This is, this is the moment where you just say, oh, I forgot who I was. Welcome back. You know, you said there are moments where you just go, oh, I forgot I was that one. You know, one of my favorite Peloton instructors, Cody Rigsby. I love spin. I love spin. And I love Peloton. I love doing Cody Rigsby's classes because A, he's a great instructor. But B, at certain moments in the class, he goes, because you are that bitch. He goes, because you are that bitch. And there are moments where you literally need to say to yourself, I am that bitch, which means you have to just say to yourself, it doesn't matter how I'm being treated. It doesn't matter how how much or little. Some, you can't put a price tag on what I bring to the table. So I'm not going to be shackled because you think all I am is a, an MD who makes $250,000 a year when I want to be a New York Times bestselling writer, author. Um, you can't shackle me because you're only paying me, you know, $50,000 a year working for a bank as a teller when actually I'm an art. Like, don't let people shackle you because they only see you as being worth a certain amount of money or certain kinds of work or certain things. They don't see you as smart. You know, I see lots of people who they're, they're beautiful, but because nobody tells them they're smart, they think that people don't think they're smart or they're smart, but because nobody tells them they're beautiful, they don't think that people, who, who the hell cares what people think? At the end of the day, you are that bitch. 
So my second quote is from A.R. Asher, and this is what A.R. had to say. She isn't the sunrise. She's the fucking sun. When you have a moment when somebody tries to convince you that you are, you know, you're a ripple, but you're not part of the ocean. Rumi has some quote. I'm not even going to pull it out. But Rumi has a quote like that. You might be a ripple in the wave, but that you're still a part of the ocean. So when people try to convince you that you're really only so small, that in the grand scheme of their company or their family or the relationship or the business partnership, I don't care what it is, that you are, you are simply this little thing and that if you were gone, the rest of it would work seamlessly without you. You know, people try to convince you that you aren't worthy because you're like, they're like, well, I want to be sure that you're replaceable, right? This is the thing that corporate America today, I want to be sure that, you know, that you're replaceable. Here's the thing. Separate their nonsense talk, their systems talk from what the truth actually is. Because she isn't the sunrise. She's the fucking sun. So when you get clear on the fact that you're the sun, you don't allow your life to rise and set on what other people think about you. You just don't do that anymore because the world doesn't exist without the sun. So at some point when you are constantly reminding yourself who you are and you remind yourself, I am not the sunrise, I'm the fucking sun. Then you start to act that way. You start to operate that way and you stop paying attention to the people who don't see you that way because you're too busy lighting up your world and getting yourself to where you need to go that you don't have time to pay attention to fools. And that's the bottom line of this. Is it a tough situation when when your gifts aren't valued? Absolutely. I, I will never say... It is not gut-wrenching. And I'm serious when I say gut-wrenching. When people don't value what you do, what you've done, um, the gifts that you bring, the level of care that you offer, the level of commitment, the, it is gut-wrenching. But listen, when you're being gutted that way, pay close attention to the message that they're sending you and believe them the first time they do that. Believe them so you stop hustling with them for your worthiness and you start waking up to the fact that you need to use your worthiness to get yourself somewhere else because they're never going to see you differently. They're never going to see you differently. So I don't know why you're fighting for them to, to convince them to see you. Listen, when people show you that they don't want to value you because in valuing you, you become indispensable, irreplaceable, and priceless to their mission. Then why are you getting upset about it? Because honestly, like they're giving you valuable information. They're telling you what the deal is. It's so different than I see people in relationships who, you know, they start dating somebody and the person goes, well, I don't really want to be, I don't want to be in a committed relationship. I don't want the commitment. And then nine months later into this relationship with this person, they're, they're, they're upset that the person led them on. Well, I don't know a nice way to say this. They told you by words, deeds, and actions from day one that they didn't want a committed relationship and you figured you were going to change their minds. Who's the fool here? At some point when people show you who they are, you need to believe them the first time, as Maya Angelou has said. And at the end of the day, don't sit in the space of, I'm so mad because they don't value me. I'm so mad because they don't see me. I'm so offended. Like you could be offended forever, 
But at the end of the day, if you don't do something with your feeling offended, if you don't actually transform that that into fuel to use to say, you know what, they're just, listen, they're just telling me that I don't belong here. And I'm okay with that. So since I'm the sun and not the sunrise, I'm going to light my life and light my world and get myself to a brand new world, a brave new world, because I don't belong in this one. Boom, gift. Appreciate the gift of not being valued because until you do the steps that I talked about in today's episode, you will sit and be stuck in this whole woe is me victim story. I never get valued. They don't appreciate me. And you know what? You'll be at their mercy and you won't even be a sunrise in that situation. You will be some shadow in their world when in fact you're the fucking sun. So Get it together is what I'm saying at the end of the day. Get it together. Because at the end of the day, you don't have time for, you don't have time for your own bullshit. You don't have time to sit here and say to yourself, why don't they like me? Why don't they want me? Why don't they appreciate me? Why don't they see me? Listen, I don't know why they don't value, appreciate, or see you. Here's what I do know. They don't. So what are you going to do about that? What are you going to do to be the sun in your own world rather than the shadow in somebody else's? That's all I have to say. Episode 236. Please join me in my on my email list for the daily dose of inspiration that I send out every day by about 8 p.m. Mountain. And you can grab the daily dose of inspiration at tinyurl.com forward slash KV daily dose. That is tinyurl.com forward slash KV daily dose. Most of the time I send out daily emails. Sometimes I don't because if I don't have anything I want to say, if spirit hasn't given me something to say, I'm just not going to blow up your inbox with bullshit because I'm just not going to do that. But most of the time you will get a get it together talk like we just had today in this episode that will inspire you to get up and take the actions you need to take to be who you actually already are. So go to tinyurl.com forward slash KB Daily Dose and sign up. Thank you, everybody. I will talk to you in the next episode of She Runs the Show. 